When the world feels on fire, joy feels like a luxury. And because it feels like a luxury, it often feels like joy isn't allowed, right? How can we feel joy when we know so many people are suffering? How can we feel joy when there's so much to do to make the world better? Today, I want to invite you to see practicing joy as a tool of resistance. Let's talk about why joy is not only appropriate when the world is crumbling around us, but also necessary. I'm Amy Jackson. Let's settle in and get started. You're listening to Just Press Pause, a podcast from The Perch, helping you rest, find peace, and experience transformation. Seeking out joy in the midst of the world burning around us feels a bit like laughing at a funeral, right? It just feels kind of wrong. I get it. How can we smile and laugh and enjoy good food when we know that so many others are suffering? This is part of the beauty of being human. We are made to live and live with joy and enjoyment and pleasure These aren't luxuries to experience only when everything is right in the world. But if you were brought up in Western cultures, I would guess that's not exactly the messaging you got while growing up. Part of our capitalistic society is that there is always more work to be done. And so resting or enjoying what we've accomplished so far really isn't productive. Why pause to celebrate the win when you could be getting started on the next battle, right? But while that might be helpful for robots or machines, it's not helpful at all for humans. Brain science tells us just how critical it is to pause and celebrate even small wins if we want to have the resilience and stamina to keep going. In my Christian faith tradition, celebration is baked right in. Throughout the Bible, God tells people to stop, remember, celebrate, and to mark the occasion. And those celebrations were multi-sensory with specific food and visuals and readings and actions. Celebrating connects us with one another and it helps us keep going. And I personally love how the civil rights leaders used the language of joy as resistance. Even if the world doesn't see my value, I get to be joyful knowing my worth. Even if the world despises this black body, I get to be joyful in it. Joy is an emotion that expands and heals and connects. So I love this language that they use of joy as resistance. I have found, though, that many of us struggle to experience joy, much more than we struggle to experience even anger or fear. You might hold back from experiencing joy because you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Or you may push back joy because you don't think that the accomplishment is big enough to celebrate. Or you may bypass joy because there are so many more important things to do. I've personally felt all three of those things. Here's the truth. As a human being, you were made to experience joy. It's an important part of your existence. Joy mentally, emotionally, and physically combats stress and burnout. Joy helps us enjoy the present moment for what it is. 
joy reminds us that even in the most devastating of circumstances, there is good and beauty and light to be found. By seeking out joy, we're not aiming to cancel out the bad or pretend like hard things aren't happening. On the contrary, by, po- by practicing joy, we are loudly proclaiming that we see the hard and we trust there is good right alongside it. And holding these two pieces together in paradox is part of what it means to be human. So if you could use a little practice with experiencing joy, I hope you'll try out one of these practices this week. Number one, do something fun that's unrelated to your work, activism, or responsibilities. Read a book for the fun of it, or enjoy a craft, or cook your favorite meal, and then savor the experience. Number two, seek out belly laughter. Watch some ridiculous videos on social media or watch a favorite funny TV show or movie. Let yourself laugh until you cry. Number three, try something new. Doing something new gives us new perspective and that can be the ticket to finding joy. Take an art class or try yoga for the first time, try a new recipe or go to a new restaurant. Take in the whole experience and allow yourself simply to be present and enjoy. Number four, go for a wonder walk. I love going for a slow walk with the intention of finding joy and wonder. I might walk around my neighborhood or go to a forest preserve or walk along the river path outside the perch. I try to clear my mind and simply take in my surroundings, the animals I see, the way the shadows are cast, the feel of the sun on my skin, the sound of the water gurgling under the bridge. Take it all in and simply enjoy. Number five, do gratitude practices. Gratitude brings joy into our lives by helping us focus on the good. This is most effective when you get specific and allow yourself to list really small, insignificant things that you are grateful for. So rather than listing your spouse or your kids, you might find gratitude for the sunlight on your desk or the taste of freshly brewed coffee or the chance to pause and breathe or a favorite pair of shoes that make you feel like you when you wear them. See if you can find at least one thing a day that you are grateful for. Number six, take care of a plant. (laughs) There's something so simple and so joyful about taking care of a plant. Watching the leaves stretch toward the sun, watching a new leaf unfurl, and seeing something living, growing, breathing right here in your midst. Number seven, Simple luxuries. One way I love to add joy into my day is through simple luxuries. Basically little things I do to make ordinary moments extra special. So I might use a shower baby, which is kind of like a bath bomb for your shower, just in my everyday regular shower, right? It definitely takes my shower up a notch. It makes it feel more special. It makes it feel more luxurious, and it's a really simple thing to do, right? 
or when I use my frother to whip up my coffee creamer before adding it to my coffee, that absolutely makes it feel more special. Or when I'm using an eye pillow before falling asleep or burning a favorite candle or using a favorite diffuser or even just using a nice plate to eat your breakfast off. These are small, accessible, simple, and yet they make the little things feel so much more special. Number eight, create a cozy cocoon. One of my favorite joyful practices this winter has been getting cozy clothes on, lying down under cozy blankets in a cozy supported position, and then just allowing myself to be warm and held and cared for. For my yoga friends, think of it like your most cozy shavasana. It's such a beautiful picture that no matter what is going on around me, here in this moment, in this place, in this body, I am good. And there is joy and wonder to be found. The way my lungs expand, the feeling of my heart beating in my chest, I am a wonder and I can experience joy right here as I am. Friend, you are worthy of feeling joy today. And I hope you'll take even just a moment to seek out joy. Joy isn't a luxury. It's not frivolous. It's not a waste of time. It's part of living well. It's part of being human. It's part of our resistance in this world that feels upside down. Joy is a worthwhile practice. So even if it doesn't come naturally to you yet, I hope you'll keep at it because it's worth it. And so are you. Thanks for listening to Just Press Pause. This podcast is brought to you by The Perch, a soul care organization in Aurora, Illinois. To find out about my workshops, classes, and products, head to my website now, theperchplace.com.